0: Ranking Factors Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to publish an episode every day covering what you need to know about the ranking factors that impact search visibility in your industry. Joining us today for Industry Ranking Factors Week is Jordan Cooney, who is a world-renowned SEO strategist and the CEO of Search Metrics, Inc., And today we're going to start off Industry Ranking Factors Week by talking about the ranking factors impacting visibility in the e-commerce industry. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. So check out hrefs Webmaster Tools at hrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot slash A-W-T. Okay, here's the first installment of Industry Ranking Factors Week with Jordan Cooney, Search Metrics' CEO and lead SEO strategist.
1: Jordan, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks, Ben. This is going to be a, a gritty uh, conversation here and uh, unpacking the various uh, industry-specific ranking factors.
0: Yeah, it's the first time we've done anything that's really been industry-specific, maybe with the exception of you know e-commerce and the holidays. But I'm excited to to dive into the weeds a little bit. Before we get down to the nitty-gritty, let's just talk a little bit about the high level of ranking factors and how we're able to sort of use the data and sort of the, the way that ranking factors are going at a high level that allows us to analyze each industry separately?
1: Yeah, great question. So the ability for us to perform this at an industry level is largely because we've done two really important things, not only at search metrics, but more broadly in terms of how we categorize and classify our data. So uh, one of them is we've created intent classification across our keywords that allows us to understand things like a transactional keyword versus a navigational keyword. And the second thing that we've done at a really high level is tag the various industries for certain URLs. So we know obviously things like Amazon, that's e-commerce. And so if any keyword has Amazon in it, there's likely to be a, a heavy e-commerce correlation for that keyword.
0: So as we're able to sort of segment the data that we're getting in search and relate based on industry, what's the impact that that's having on the effectiveness of ranking factors and how does it impact sort of the search industry as
1: a whole? Sure. So two years ago, we started going down this path because we realized that Google was starting to become hyper-focused on industry-specific scenarios. They were looking at things like health versus e-commerce in different lenses, and that was creating this appetite from not only the search industry, but really from from webmasters and strategists, marketing and, and business strategists who wanted to really understand how is Google trying to influence my industry. And so that's kind of where, where this kind of sprung from and really started to lead down to this path where we are today, which is the ability to actually get down to a very custom level and actually analyze not just an industry, but maybe even what's going on within a subtopic, or a specific experience within an industry.
0: So essentially, as Google has decided to treat different industries with different ranking factors, the industry as a whole, and specifically search metrics, has started to put more thought into how do they classify various web pages by industry so they're able to keep up with the changes that Google's making.
1: Correct. Yeah. And a a big part of this has to do with the Google publication around EAT. And uh, YMYL, so so your money, your life. These specific guidelines that were were published by Google forced us to really look at very specific industry scenarios. Because, like in, in your money, your life, like Google even highlights like what's happening in finance or what's happening in health. And Google themselves are educating their own manual raters, their own product managers, and engineers to understand different factors for different industries. Okay.
0: So, let's uh, let's dive into the weeds and and talk about the e-commerce industry and some of the ranking factors there. Before we get into the actual ranking factors, just set a little context for me for how you
1: think about evaluating the e-commerce industry. This is a really interesting category and the industry as a whole has a lot of misnomers. The most common misnomer that I see in e-commerce is that there are not as many organic listings as, say, other industries because of ads. That may seem to make a lot of just common sense, but it's actually false. There's more organic results in e-commerce for both desktop and mobile experience than there are in other industries. On average, there's usually somewhere between a 10 and a 15% increase in the number of actual organic results on the first page of Google for e commerce. And that's largely because other SERP elements are not as present in e commerce. So you see typically a much smaller weighting around key elements such as images or other uh, maps integration, uh, which is obviously one that, that takes up a, a huge amount of real estate. And so those other search elements don't consume as much real estate and allow for more organic results.
0: So essentially what you're saying is that even though there are ads that are pretty much ever present in e-commerce, there aren't as many different search elements that are put above the fold, basically at position zero, to push the e-commerce listings down. So e-commerce actually serves relatively high number of organic listings.
1: Correct. Exactly. And I mean, obviously with Google Shopping, you're going to see anywhere between 30 to 50% of the time a Google Shopping, you know, ad. But outside of that, we, we actually see often uh, statistical numbers that are much lower than the industry average.
0: Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. Right. It's basically there's Google shopping, and then there's nothing else that's going on the page until there's the organic listing. So Let's dive into, now that we know that there's a fair amount of real estate to be had in e-commerce, what are the factors that impact who shows up at the top?
1: Yeah, so there's there's a couple of really interesting factors for e-commerce that we've analyzed. I'd say that one of them that is unique is the ability to generate relevant content in terms of supporting content. So although... There may not be SERP elements for these additional content assets, things like images, videos, things like ordered lists. That actually has a huge driving force in your ability to rank and perform better in e commerce. And so supporting content assets is one of the number one ranking factors that drive better success in e commerce. Quick example for you Wayfair. If you look at a lot of the Wayfair pages, you're not just going to see a set of listings for say a sofa you're actually going to see additional content assets whether it be video content guides to support that page so content
0: is very important as a differentiator in e-commerce which is a little counterintuitive to me because you know i, I think of e-commerce pages being kind of relatively static where you have you know your price a single product description you have the same imagery maybe there's a video of your product there aren't a lot of ways to really differentiate your e-commerce product but what you're saying is the more content that you can squeeze in it really does actually have an impact on where you're ranking
1: correct and i think that there's obviously a healthy balance here right and and there's been a lot of games that have been played in e-commerce from the you know uh manufacturer product description versus a custom uh, product description these Various tactics, there's some that are that are very kind of critical to just be relevant, but then there's a lot of creativity that actually happens in this space, and a lot of investment in supporting content that really helps distinguish competitors in the space.
0: okay, so let's let's dive a little deeper. It, so first off, are there other content factors, other ranking factors that are impactful in the e-commerce
1: space? Yeah, there are other more general ranking factors that are important to the e-commerce space. Uh, speed is obviously one of the top factors but this is more universal across all industries. But absolutely, you can quickly notice a shift in rankings when speed is at play. And the unique thing about how granular Google is getting, and I think this goes to the point earlier in conversation around custom ranking factors, is Google's not only analyzing this at a e-commerce level, but more broadly, they're actually analyzing this at a subcategory level. So they'll look at just... Art websites who are selling art. They'll look at just um, food sellers online who are only selling food. And they will get that granular, almost down to the URL level, to analyze speed and speed performance to see which site deserves to have a higher ranking based on speed factors.
0: I guess the takeaway here is because there's not a lot of other SERP elements and because e commerce, the purpose of the pages are all very much the same you know, there aren't a ton of ranking factors that are different. It is really differentiation based purely on your content. Sure, the ranking factors that are universal, you know, what's your site speed? What's your crawlability? You know, are you mobile responsive? That's going to impact you equally like it would across any other industry. But the real takeaway is content, 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 content. That's how you're differentiating in e-commerce.
1: Absolutely. And that is one of the most critical pieces to any e-commerce strategy is, how are we going to use not only the existing content assets we have, whether they be structured, like actual product inventory, or unstructured, like, you know, elements like guides or reviews, or just even subjective commentary or news about your products. And so those two elements and marrying them together is really what Google is looking for in terms of creating a, a holistic experience.
0: Yeah, I think you bring up an interesting point that it is not just describing your product, but also bringing in other types of content like UGC, user generated content, uh, your reviews, your guides, your sort of category level content as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Um, are there any other any, Are there any other types of content or tips or strategies that you recommend to optimize your content specifically for e-commerce?
1: Yeah, I mean the biggest tip that I love to give uh, folks, especially the the big players in e commerce, is the ability and creating the ability to test. A lot of times, it's very unclear what content assets are going to work well together, and sometimes even using a content asset in its initial form uh, isn't enough. Uh, I'll give you an example: just because you have product reviews doesn't necessarily mean that you should use the default. Um, standard three reviews about the product, maybe it's better off to use 10 or maybe you're better off using zero and only showing the star rating. It really depends on your own subcategory and how your competitive set is using review-based data to create an experience. But you have to create a testing environment where you can adapt reviews and see what creates the most positive lift and isolate that ranking factor to create a lift.
0: Yeah, so really it sounds like the strategy here is you have to break your page down into multiple different sections, right? You have to look at what your imagery is, test how you can optimize that, look at what your product description is, see how long that should be, right? You're coming up with subcategories of various types of content, user-generated content, product reviews, you know, you name it. You have to test them one at a time.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: Okay, so... You know, e-commerce ranking factors, relatively simple in theory in that really the only important industry-specific ranking factor here is content, complicated when you think about the amount of different types of content that goes onto the page. Okay, that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney, Search Metrics as CEO and Lead SEO Strategist. We'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Jordan, you can find a link to his bio in our show notes, or you can send him a tweet where his handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. If you have general marketing questions, or if you want to talk about this podcast, you can find my contact information in our show notes, or you can send me a tweet at Ben J. Schapp. It's B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you like this podcast and you want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning to discuss the ranking factors that impact visibility in the media and publishing industries. Lastly, if you've enjoyed this podcast and you're feeling generous, we'd love for you to leave us a review in the Apple iTunes store or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.